Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And welcome everybody in uh, to another episode of the NFL Mocks Podcast. Uh, one of your hosts here, Jake Shavink. As always, Nate Williamson is with me. Say hello, Nate. What's going on? So yeah, we're here on this uh, nice Thursday evening, uh, just as the second half starts between the Bears and the Cowboys. Um, fun matchup in what could be Jason Garrett's final game if they lose. Yeah. So, could be interesting, but right now we're going to run through... Um, a little quick round one mock draft for you guys um, that Nate and I kind of worked on throughout the week here. Uh, should be interesting. We have some uh, pretty funny moments, I think, in there and um, some good picks. Hopefully make your teams better. Um, obviously, still December, so we got a long way to go. But, you know, thought it'd be fresh for us. We haven't done one yet on the podcast, so thought it'd be fun, right, Nate? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we got some different things that I think people may not have seen as often. I don't know if we have a completely original draft considering there's millions upon millions of them out there already, but you know, we got the best one by far. Yes. I can already say it. Yes. Ours is the best. Obviously don't tune into there's any no others. Of course. Uh, if you go look at any other drafts, you're wrong. It's just ours. That's the only one that matters. I can guarantee at least this, like you said, I think ours is, you won't find the same one anywhere because no, we did some wild things, but I don't think they're too out of the realm of possibility to be perfectly no, honest. It's not like we were like trading draft picks for coaches. Like we <laughs> yeah. weren't out there like that. No, but we were, uh, you know, we made some interesting picks. I think, uh, you know, only three quarterbacks, right? I think mm-hmm. so that we'll get into that. And um, something interesting right. happened with another position. We'll kind of get into that as well. Um, and Nate knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then we can talk about the furious betrayal once we get there. So tune in for that. That'll be fun this uh, was as like we get there. Caesar level. Betrayal. It was like a two brute. A two brute. So we'll get into that um, as Trubisky takes a sack here. But that was funny. Um, yeah. So we'll get into quick news. Quick um, underclassmen declarations have started. Nate. So uh, mm-hmm. we're officially going. Draft seasons mm-hmm. is getting going, and uh, mm-hmm. it's fun. We're enjoying it. Um, it's a lot to track, so you know. Hopefully, Nate and I will keep up on all those as we're going forward. Obviously, I think Nate and I—I I didn't even tell Nate this, but I think we're going to try and put together a draft guide um, between okay, a couple of us down. and the three. So I think Nate and I are going to start obviously with the seniors, and obviously the, the guys who have declared will we'll start from there as well. So something to build on. Um, it's something you guys should be able to see by the end of draft season. I know it's going to be a lot of work, but it should be fun. Um, and uh, yeah, so Nate, how about a couple of the early declarations that uh, you're watching going forward? Well, I think one of them we have to talk about definitely, especially when we consider some conversations we've already had. Jalen Rager, uh, LaVishka Chanel, uh, it's going to be very fun. I think Yetter Gross Matos are 
gross matos, however you would prefer to say it. I've heard it said I, about as many different ways as possible. I don't know, but I also think it's funny because you literally, it, you'll see in the mock, but like Nate made that pick for somebody, for some mm-hmm. team, and he literally wrote uh, on the Google Doc, he's like, yeah, I still have no idea how to pronounce this, um, but, but then again, he brings it up right now in the early declaration, so it's just, I thought that was well, funny. Well, just no one's ever really been like, hey, here's the definitive way to say this. So yeah. Maybe he gets a kick out of it. Maybe he enjoys it. Maybe he it. does. Maybe he's going to sit back until someone actually asks him. He's not going to correct people on Twitter or anything. He's just going to be like, yeah, right. when you guys ask me, I'll tell you, and, and then we'll be able to put this whole thing to rest. But in the meantime... We'll try and figure that out. But yeah, I think you made a good point. I think Jalen Rager, Rieger, I've heard that pronounced both ways like that. So no idea. But that one's got to be Rager. It's I thought be. so, but I I guess we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Like Ronald Regan? Yeah, that's no. that's what I don't. No. Yeah. See, that's where I I agree. That's where it loses me. But yeah, I think he's <laughs> I think he's really explosive uh, as a playmaker. Um there's just a lot of comps out there that I like for him. Uh, I think Taylor Gabriel was an interesting one that I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've, I've heard Marquise Brown. I don't know if it's that level. But again, he's a gadget player of sorts. Not just a gadget player, but somebody you can get the ball to in many different ways. Um, but he can threaten vertically, too. And he's he's a pretty solid route runner. So, Yeah, without a doubt. And Nate, you mentioned um, two others, I think, right? Yeah, LaVisca Chenault is another receiver that I'm a fan of. I've heard a lot of different comparisons for this guy. He's a really interesting physical prospect as well. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch going forward. Yeah, I agree. And I've, I've heard things from he's what people thought Cordero Patterson would be to he's Julio Jones. So yeah. that's all over the place. And again, comparisons, as we often say, don't look too much into them because it's just play styles. It's not... Like, right. oh, he's going to be this like, guy. This guy is going to be Julio Jones. And I feel like it's surprising that we have to keep reiterating that. I feel like it is, too. But then again, like, common sense, it ain't common. Like, it's just not. It's unfortunate. Yeah. So, again, just something to keep in mind as we're going forward with these. But, yeah, I think another one that's interesting for me is Josh Uche from Michigan. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's a, a, a twitchy pass rusher that I think didn't get enough you know, love throughout the season and the guy who could rise throughout the process tests. Well, the film's pretty good. I know Nate, if I'm sure you watched Michigan and Illinois play, he ate us for lunch in that game. Oh, There's yeah. no doubt. He definitely did. And with an Illinois group of tackles that has been better, super, super good this year. I mean, like literally top, probably 30 or 40 pairings. We have two guys in the top 50. That actually does mean a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think you can just say, oh, it was just Illinois. Like, I know a lot of people are saying, right. oh, throughout the tape when you play Florida State, if you're an edge rusher yeah. or D lineman, like, okay. I, I, Illinois has gotten some, and I've seen people talk about both their tackles, actually, as far yeah. as the draft yeah. goes in, in the coming seasons. And so, you know, that's not like a you know an easy win by any sorts. I mean, so again, another guy to watch. And Nate, you said, you Gross, Matos, Matos, I think the length he provides teams are going to love that mm-hmm. yeah i think so as well so yeah a few fresh names um there are a few more obviously and if you want to get into those i'm sure we'll have a, a tracker going of sorts and again the great folks uh throughout draft twitter always keep us updated with those so sometimes they get their first sometimes you know it, it's good news so just make sure to be following people for that um 
and both of us are going to try to get on that as well. So, all right, let's kind of switch gears here now. Let's get into this mock draft. We're going to kind of rip through these as quickly as we can. I know um, mocks can kind of get tiresome if, if, you, if you hang on picks for too long. So right. we're going to try and kind of speed through this. Not like super fast. We're not going to be done in five minutes. But, you know, yeah. just kind of talk a couple notes. Maybe a rebuttal here and there about guys, about, oh, you took my pick, whatever. Um, but, yeah, we'll go through that a little bit. And uh, Nate got to lead off because I think uh, it's important that he makes this pick. Um, this is his his guy from one of his schools. So, Nate, I'll hand you off uh, the Cincinnati pick at number one. I have a slight uh, guilt admission to make here. I have a tear in my eye. Joe Burrow is leaving LSU, and it makes me sad. And his last game, that was crazy. The way he came out with the movie-quality camera shot it was. by the way behind it him. was that was hollywood that guy needs a raise a promotion he needs to be working for the white house i don't know that video could have claimed world peace i don't know but anyway now you know joe burrow for cincinnati time for the quarterback of the future andy dalton wants to return i'm sure he'll have a job somewhere but i don't think it's going to be cincinnati you don't pass up on burrow unless it's chase young which is the dilemma that we're stuck with yeah i i agree i think the, the the debate between Burrow and Young may rage on, but as much as I'd love to be in that position, be like, yeah, Chase Young. I mean, he's insane. He's so good. But it's, you you got to start Zach Taylor. It, I think is a solid coach. I, I mean, from what I've seen, the way Dalton plays in his offense is pretty solid. I think so. Getting right. Burrow in there would be huge for them. Got to start over here. You know, maybe Dalton still comes back. I don't know. But Burrow's got to be the pick for them. I agree. Yeah, and I mean, there's always that thought. When you have a team player like him or even like Tua, I mean, they don't necessarily have to play right off the bat to be happy. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily you have to thrust this guy in. I mean, if he's not ready, he's not ready. There's a learning curve. That's that's a thing. So, again. There's a learning curve for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it it takes time. It takes time. Like, we're in the world of immediate gratification. We got to see these picks be good immediately, and that's just not the case. There are guys who can contribute immediately. There are also guys who by year three, then it's start then it's starting to be their time. So everybody, right. you know, progresses differently. And so but it's just like it's like there's kids in the world that can spell three letter words in kindergarten. And then there's kids in the world that don't learn how to spell them until they get into middle school. And then there's kids from certain parts of the South that I won't name. Jeez. Anyway <laughs> So there you go, nice little, nice little analogy from Nate there. Um, I'll see myself. Yeah, out. Nate, Nate's gone. I'll be doing the rest. Um, <laughs> no, but so moving on here to to number two, the Giants. I mean, it, it's got to be Chase Young. You got Daniel Jones last year, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you got Barkley in there. You know, I think building this defense is the way to go. And Chase Young, it, it's cliche to say double digit sack guy year one, but I think he's might be better than Nick Bosa. I think he's better than Joey Bosa coming out. So just his talent is insane. And and he's probably going to go out on Saturday against Wisconsin, get three or four more sacks, and, you know, just, just show everybody why he's the best player At in the least. country. Yeah. And he's the best player in the draft. So, again, easy pick for the Giants. Easy pick. Easy pick. 
three is kind of where the world just turns into craziness. I mean, not necessarily right at three, but three or four or five in that range. Yeah. They just get a little bit weird. Like, there's so many ways they can go in starting off here, not to drone on too long about it. Jeffrey Okuda to Washington. And like you kind of said here in our notes, it really does track because <laughs> why protect your quarterback since Trent Williams is here? And we won't trade him. We're going to try and re-sign him. Good luck. I'm not Jeez, sure. That's a mess. And another reason Akuda goes here, uh, A, he just deserves to go here skill-wise. He has put on a show. And B, honestly, to me, and I love watching the big men go, there's not really anyone at offensive tackle that I'd take with a third pick right here. So, yeah, I think Nate's kind of similar in that that to a couple others um, in the draft like media that's saying this and that there may not be a tackle that should go top five. Right, and I, that's tough because I I don't necessarily disagree. Um, but here's a question for you, Nate: Do you have either of those two guys that everybody talks about in your like top ten right now? Um, no, I don't. No, think so. so neither of them. That's no. interesting. Okay. Okay, so this class is very odd for me in that I think they could be there. But a lot of injury worries to just about every offensive lineman in this draft is going to bring that class down. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think something to monitor is that the top two guys, again, one of them may not come out from what yeah. some people have heard yeah. in circles. Um, so that's something to monitor. And then obviously there's a couple guys that I think if, if medicals check out for them that honestly could be perhaps just as good, maybe even better um, but we're just gonna have to wait on those. So, right. yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think both of them are outside my top five. And again, I got a big board coming out tomorrow with a new top 100. And yeah, neither of them are in the top five. So it it'll be interesting to see as as the draft process goes on if that is the case and we start seeing these tackles and fall. More likely than not, one or more of them is gonna come out and be a great offensive lineman at the next level. Yeah, that's just gonna happen. But right. when you have this kind of pick, you're either trying to rebuild or you're you got this pick through a trade, you're trying to amp yourself up, get up into contention. And picking an offensive tackle that has injury worries is very risky business. Right. You got I, the tackle here has gotta be just it has gotta be is about as elite, you know, in in most categories, in most things you look at when scouting, I think. And that's that's right. something to watch because I think when like Lane Johnson came out, like that guy was powerful. He moved, he was an insane athlete, and that's why he went top five. Like that's you know, that's how that goes. So I, I don't know, there's maybe not an elite offensive tackle. It'll be interesting to watch. But yeah, Nate goes with a CUDA. So now how we got that all that tackle talk out of our way we're gonna have to bring that up again uh, in a few picks but yeah. anyway miami dolphins number four to attack of iloa you gotta do it and and again we're, yeah. we're talking about this not knowing how rehab's gonna go how you know how he's gonna check out medically you know can he throw can he plant that hip and, and turn that hip and, and make throws like that again that's a serious question. Like it, it's a real question that you have to ask. But I think even if he gets back to sort of 90, 95% from where he's been, like he's going to be a top five pick. And I, I think Miami owes it themselves. They've been talking about this as tank for two of things been going on. Not that they're necessarily tanking. I mean, they just beat the Eagles. They're trying to win. But again, two has got to be the pick here. I, as much as I liked Josh Rosen coming out and I'll gladly take that L I'll gladly take it. Uh, 
they need something else. And Tua can be that guy, I think. I really, I really believe it. Yeah, I think a lot of teams are going to have a lot of faith in him until they're told otherwise. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. If they're told otherwise, if they're told, man, this guy is worrisome, he's still got that ankle. The ankle's had problems. That's true. We don't know a whole lot about that. The hip's got problems. Now, that is nothing really that you can't come overcome them in the long run. But if I, my biggest worry with this right now is if a team like Miami gets him and they use him incorrectly, he gets hurt again pretty early on. That is my biggest worry because I think he could still be great if a team gives him long enough to get back to full health and develops well. Right, and I think that's where you maybe say, okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're coming back for us this this coming year, right? right? Like, there's nothing wrong with like again. Is he the answer? Is he a good, super good quarterback? No. Does he have those ups though? You know, in addition to the downs, oh, absolutely. I mean, he can go out and win you some. Yeah, games. And, not call and, it's magic for. Yeah, nothing. and you can see that the locker room and the players out there like him. And, and like, yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest and, thing, actually, keeping that team together. Right. And the fact that they like him, I feel like that means, you know, Tua and him could have like a really good relationship in right. the quarterback room. And so that's something to keep in mind as well. You know, what kind of situation are they going into? I, I think it's a pretty good one in Miami. So, yeah, Tua to the Dolphins. And then coming, coming back here, the Atlanta Falcons, it's kind of fun to make this pick as a Saints fan. Because it's an interesting, it's always interesting to try and rebuild a rival of a team you've grown up supporting. Yeah. I gave them Derek Brown. And if this happens, I am terrified because he is a monster. And I think it either comes down here between him or Isaiah Simmons at this spot. Yeah, I would agree. I think those are the two picks for them. I think they'd consider Akuda if he's there. Yeah. That's the other if thing. If he's there, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But here's what I'll say I if Chase Young somehow decides to go back to school he won't he won't but if he did Derek brown is the best player in this class changed my mind no i i wouldn't even try and change your mind on that i i i don't i don't know if there's any other like i get it people have their preferences right but personally from what i've seen this year and and in previous years you you can't tell me right now at least at you can't tell me. You could tell yourself. You can't tell me that Chase Young, Derek Brown aren't one two right now. No, I, I think you're completely right on that. And I think anyone that would argue differently either has some kind of impending bias on the positional aspect. Yeah, that's things, the one thing. Or they haven't seen enough of Derek Brown because man, he tears it up. Listen, all they had to do is tune into Alabama Auburn. Yeah, yeah, that's really it. Immediately, he he made game impacting plays all the way down the stretch. It was just awesome. The guy's a, yeah. a freak for 320-some pounds. Like, it is insane what he can do. So, yeah, and, yeah, it would be terrifying for Saints fans. I agree. Not a guy Fun you fact, want in your he division. He's also named to his school's all-decade team. Wow. Yeah, that's a big that's, deal. That's huge, especially, as, you know, as good a program as Auburn's been. So Yeah, exactly. That's pretty awesome. And as many guys have come out of there, holy moly. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So, Derek Brown to Atlanta. Now, uh, pick six. Back to you. Pick six. The Detroit Lions. <laughs> pick six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have them going AJ Epinesa here. I think you know you got to find some more juice for that defensive line. I think Trey Flowers has been all right. I think the interior has been okay, but again, that okay is not what we want here, right? We're trying to build a winner, and Patricia right. is modeling this after Belichick, obviously. Right. It's pretty close in step. And so getting a guy like Epinesa, who I think now his November has been as good as anyone's. 
the way he's played against Minnesota, against Nebraska, has had really good mm-hmm. games. I think he's played really well on the interior when they line him up there. And, you know, that versatility will will get teams' attention. And I think Detroit goes there here. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a good pick. It's also fun to note the Lions have lost their last four games by less than a touchdown. They're becoming well, except I guess the Cowboys was a touchdown and a two. Yeah, point, but that but, doesn't cat. That doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, same. They're difference. they're the NFC Chargers, so right. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, find a way to lose those close games. Yeah. Well, coming back here, and we threw all the tackle talk out there earlier, so I guess we're not really gonna have to come back to it too hard. Not too much. But I've got Andrew Thomas because you gotta protect that impressive young lad that's running your backfield. Yeah, I think Kyler Murray's the answer for Arizona. I do. Um. Yeah, Andrew Thomas, powerful guy. He'll get after you in the run game for sure. It's interesting because I feel like the only weakness really of his game is handling speed rushers. Right. And he gets a chance to go out and say, no, actually I can this weekend. Caleb mm-hmm. on chase on Andrew Thomas. Yeah, what a matchup. That's going to be the real test. That is going to be a heck of a so, game, honestly. Yeah. So make sure you're tuning into that if you're watching Draft Prospects or just enjoy good football. Right. So. Right, definitely. Do you know he was the number nine rated tackle coming out of high school? I did not know that. Fun Nate fact. provides all the good um, high school recruiting stuff. I know nothing about that. I'm going to be real honest. I don't know if I can tell you what any type of star recruits any of these guys were. But it's Nate's like on that. To look back for me. Nate I, is. I Nate is on that. Trust me. So I'm a big fan. Also, if you're looking for good Georgia content. At Brooks Austin SI. Yes. By the way. By the way, true, true, good Georgia content. Yeah, there's some great. He's good also dude. breaking down the LSU Georgia. He game. is. He's been doing that all week. Former good host stuff. of this. Former host. Yeah. Believe, That's why we got to shout him out. Every yeah, single podcast, sure. we have to do it. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> he's gonna get annoyed. Yeah. Me. Then he's just like, all right, this has to stop. He's but, like, guys, leave me out of your podcast, please. You guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here, moving on to number eight. Back to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Are you going to do that every time? No, maybe. Okay. I'm still debating. So he's debating. Anyway, number eight, Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going Isaiah Simmons here. Uh, we're going to pair with Miles Jack, and that's going to be awesome. That is that's all I got. No, just, but like the way he can run with defense, like run with you know wide receivers, tight ends, running backs out the backfield. That speed, that range, his ability to blitz. You know, he's tough. He, oh man, it, you, you go on and on with with Isaiah Simmons, fantastic player. Jags get, I think, a steal at eight. To be honest, right. All righty. Well, coming back over here, and it's so ironic. I was the one that brought up the yeah. This class. is funny. I but I have another hey. tackle. Yeah, it's great. Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. This dude is six five, three twenty two. And he carries himself better than some running backs that I've seen. His, like, relatively, his mobility, his body control, his posture, and the way he uses that big man's strength, he does not look like a guy that's 322 pounds and 6'5". Yeah, he's he's pretty fun to watch. He's played both sides of the of the line yeah. this year as well. So, and, and they did put that. Either side of your starting yeah, a line, wherever you, wherever you he feels comfortable, plug him in wherever you want, yeah, whichever he feels comfortable at, I think he can do. So then, honestly, for the Jets, you need a guy that's going to be able to work in almost every position. Yeah, put him at fullback. Yeah, do do what you need to do to win games. Honestly, 
Um, yep. Especially if you're going to get, you know, you're going to keep Adam Gase up there. So do something. Joe Douglas, please. Um, Rough. So, yeah, protecting Darnold. Um, and then we're going right back to tackle, actually. Uh, number pick 10, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they're going Jedrick Wills and someone who I think could possibly end up being tackle one in this class, which is crazy to think about because everybody's talking about the other two all season right. long. But then you watch Jedrick Wills and watch his footwork and his recovery, you know, this athleticism and quickness he can use to recover. Like his footwork is just second to none right now. Um, and, and I've seen him, you know, move some bodies in the run game too. I think hand placement is a big thing with with him going forward against rushers. But, you know, when you have that kind of footwork and that quickness, it, it helps you a ton. And the Chargers need it. Right. The Chargers need it. They've had injuries all yeah, along no, that line. That, so That is a pathetic offensive yeah, line. Yeah, it right is. Now. It's bad. And they've used picks to improve it. It hasn't gone well. Got to keep going back there. Yeah. Got to have O-line. Got to try and hit it up. I mean, if, if it doesn't work the first time, try, try again. Yeah. Coming back here to Denver, Grant Delpit going to come off the board at number 11. I know, I know, super lackluster year. I still kind of just feel like this dude isn't really trying. His last game was better. That's, that is wrong. true. But I think that even more goes to show that he might not just be giving 100%. This There's year. a chance. I don't know. I hate to put I that know. on I know. I don't like. Because I hate saying that. You know, right. like Grant Delpit, I'm sure he's a great teammate, a great dude. I agree. If he wasn't, he wouldn't have hung around in D1. Yeah. And he's a, a Vex multi-tool of all proportions. I mean, great downhill, but it, it's just interesting. Denver could have gone tackle here, but you're kind of stuck between cornerback and safety with this one. Yeah, I think it's 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 a toss up there. Like you said, I we don't want to ever say that a guy's not trying, but you know, guys get hurt before they declare for the draft, and that hurts their stock. And again, I he's been dealing yeah, with something yeah. with his ankle. There's that's definitely been a thing. He right. definitely hurt it against um, shoot. I can't think of who they played before Bama, but he definitely hurt it in that uh, game. I don't remember. I can't think of who it was. Shoot. What game was they, that? Wasn't uh, Old Miss, was it? No. I don't think so. Let me look. But it doesn't. But anyway, we'll it yeah, it's it, not matter. <laughs> Again, he got hurt in that game, and then he, you know he missed some tackles against Bama, and so I think he's finally maybe starting to get back to where that ankle is a little bit better. And again, is is he having the greatest year? No. Is he still a solid safety? Absolutely. Definitely. So, and that's another funny thing. Like he's having a lackluster year, but. LSU's still winning ball games, and their defense is still putting up numbers. Right, and so. I don't think he's lost anything when it comes to range and and ball skills. I think it's the tackling right now. That's it. I really yeah, it definitely is. He tries to just use his body. He's not wrapping up on tackles. And, right. You know, I mean, maybe in the last game, it actually it was watching the tape come back from that because I was curious because he did play a way better game. It looked like he was like, oh yeah, I am going to have to play here. And he did. And so. again, yeah, again, wrapping up, you can teach that. Yeah, you can teach sure. that if a guy's coachable and is willing to, you know, learn and, and, and improve as a player. So, and I think Delpit is, is that kind of guy. I do. Right. Um, all right. Moving here, pick 12, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I went Christian Fulton. I think he's cornerback two right now, no doubt about it. Um, I think he's great in man coverage. Um, again, he's getting overlooked because, you know, Delpit came in as the big name, you know. Greedy Williams got all the hype last year when he probably maybe shouldn't have over Fulton. And everybody's yeah. talking about the LSU offense. So it's there's not a lot of spotlight on him, and he's quietly gone about his business and been elite mm-hmm. in doing so. 
Well, and the Eagles need secondary help, by the way. That's yeah, also the – that's why I picked him, to not get part off of track. Comes back to – speaking of last year, why he kind of got overshadowed a little bit, we didn't know that Christian Fulton was going to be eligible to play was a big thing because he was supposed to be out for a while if I do remember Right. Correctly. He did play and then got hurt. That's right. right. Well, no, no, I think it was actually like an eligibility. Oh, was it? I'll have to look. Okay. I'm fairly confident there were some questions about whether he was going to be able to play or not. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. But it wasn't like a character thing. It was like an NCAA Okay. Thing. Let me look it up while we Anyway, Nate will look that up, except... I have. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize this. We went three LSU players in a row. Yeah, interesting. I was about to that, Didn't even actually. notice this, but here you go, Nate. Who you got? Yeah, Christian Fulton was reinstated back in March interesting. two years ago. Oh, two years ago. Okay, battle. two years ago. I was going to say, because I don't remember hearing that last fall at all. Okay, yeah, now I... Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I couldn't remember how long ago it was exactly. Okay. But anyway... We took three LSU guys off the board here, and it's pretty easy to know who the third one is here. He's really I think the so. Only one left that you're going to take right now. Caleb on chase on to Tampa Bay. The Bucks stacked up on defense in 2019. That continues in 2020. I say they're going to go offense later, as you see a little bit more reasonable picks for offensive tackles. Uh, your cornerbacks are mostly off the board. You're down to arguably cornerback three, safety two, depending on how you yeah. rank the next two or two guys from now. Right. But that's something we can talk about later. Yeah. But, yeah, Caleb on Chason comes off the board. He does. And I think he'll be interesting because I think he's someone who can play on the edge. We've seen his ability to, to bend, you know, around the edge and win that way. I'll tell you what. He can yeah. drop back into coverage and run with some guys. There's no he doubt. He has been downfield with some guys sometimes, as crazy as that Right. Is. And so, chess piece alert, yeah. There you go. Right. Tampa Bay might like right. that. and. and it's an interesting pairing because we haven't really seen that because we've always seen them go like D-line or offensive tackle or quarterback even. So Nate kind of you know switching it up there, giving you a fresh look at what Tampa Bay might do. Now, 14, Carolina Panthers. I'm going Justin Herbert. This one will probably be a little different as well. Right. So I Ron Rivera's gone. They fired him. That could mean Cam Newton's gone as well. So I I think they switch it up. I think you get a guy here who pushes the ball well down the field. Um, you know, good touch to certain areas, good athlete, you know, all, all these tools. Again, gotta be more consistent. Hasn't showed up in the biggest games this year. That's he kind of dropped on my board actually significantly. Um, Nate, for tomorrow's update. It's pretty significant, right. I'm not gonna lie. But again, really? it it's pretty significant. And so well, It'll be interesting because, well, he and he gets a chance to, you know, restart, refresh us all on how good he is by beating Utah maybe tomorrow night. Yeah, that's going to be a big test, especially when you consider all the draft-eligible players Utah's got, all the senior bowl-eligible players Utah's yeah. got. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch Herbert play. It will, and I want to see him show up. I do. Yeah, I think a lot of people do, so. especially... Uh, maybe the Carolina Panthers. I mean, you're going to yeah. have a new coach. You fired Riverboat right. Ron. And I think, and uh, I don't think. Heck of a great guy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's great, dude. But again, they chose to go in a different direction. And I think Kyle Allen isn't the answer. Yeah. yeah. They've gotten tape on him, teams have. And yeah, that's all you need to know right there. Well, coming back over here, Cleveland Browns taking Xavier McKinney with that 15th pick. Safety from Alabama. He's super versatile, which I really like. He can fill a lot of roles 
and he's got the physical traits to where he can win in deep zones, also play man, and beat you a little bit at the line of scrimmage as well. And he's a great downhill tackler. I think that gets kind of overlooked a little bit. And uh, not afraid to put his body out on the line to swat down or catch a football as well. Yeah, playmaker. Saw him make a, a real nice play against Auburn where he should have been a fumble. He stripped the ball out really well done. Like you said, great tackler, and it gets overlooked. But that's just something you like to see from a guy like that. And yeah, Cleveland needs secondary. There's no doubt. And I think you mentioned it. You know, tackle... We're kind of in that area where I don't know if you, you know, anybody's got the value. Right. So, all right. I think that's the toughest part of the class here. Kind it's, of. There's a big drop off between certain groups. I yeah. I found that about I think twenty one, twenty two. When making a big board, it starts to be like, all right, now really, who's next? And so right. you know, and and then when you're looking per for certain positions, then it's like, okay. You know what's valuable here, and again, teams are going to spend premium picks on guys that they, you know, on positions they need. If it's important, like tackle, quarterback, all that. So, right. you know, it, it's a balance. But again, it it'll be interesting as you know the process goes through, and you know, obviously when we get to the draft. So, and we could also see some more trades as a result of that drop off. Yeah, too. there so definitely be could be trade backs, and again, there's always more trades than we think there are. Right. All right. We're almost halfway through, guys. We're we're getting there. Uh, Oakland Raiders pick sixteen. I'm going Henry Ruggs. You got to get explosive playmakers Ooh. on this offense. And yeah, that's the first receiver coming off the board at sixteen. Man, that's that's nuts. a little different, huh? Yeah. So yeah. again, you know, it's a deep class. I I think there may be teams that say, you know what, if we don't need that elite wide receiver one on our team, we can wait perhaps. And so. Right. And and that depends on how many wide receiver ones teams think there are in this class. That could be a differing number. Right. But I think Oakland's going to go Henry Ruggs, get more explosive for Derek Carr, find a guy who you know can run those crossers and take him to the house, take the top off a of defense, all that stuff. And they need it after Antonio Brown left. So. Right. And man, Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs in the same offense again. Yes, that would be fun. Good Woo! times. Good times. That's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of speed. A lot of big playability. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's throw all the cliches out there. Yep. All the cliches. Anyway, come here. <laughs> I mean, I'd had Indianapolis taking Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. 6-6-3-0-2. He had nine tackles for loss in 2018. He is impressive. And I, I really like that he came back to South Carolina for his senior season. He did flirt a little bit, if you remember, with the NFL in the winter. He did. But it was smart of him to come back. And, I mean, he's added a little bit of refinement, but still has a lot of potential. I, I The one thing that kind of keeps him down a little bit for me, that worries me, he can be a little bit one-dimensional with his pass rush. Yeah, a little bit. But I think there's a lot of explosiveness there. And, man, is he fun to watch. He's so fun. He really oh, is. Oh, so he fun. He really is. He's a few little kind of learnable things right. away from being terrible. Exactly. He's like a few he's like Derek Brown minus a couple miniature details personally. Right. So I'm a big fan. Right. I like that pick Nate. And I think that's that's a type of Chris Ballard pick. And Nate did did write in the comments he's like I wanted Herbert for the Colts, but Yeah, I did. Did not get there. I nope. I thought he would have fit really well with Indianapolis, I, but I returned the stealing favor a little bit. Yeah, later, he so Oh, he did. <laughs> We're getting there. Anyway, Oakland back on the clock again from Chicago, this pick in the Khalil Mack trade. Going Dylan Moses here. I think linebacker is a spot Oakland has, you know, just really needed help at for a long time. 
if Moses declares, I think he's good to elite prospect at the linebacker position. I think we forget about him, how good he's been for Alabama. You know, ACL tear in August should be ready to go for, for training camp, no doubt. So, again, I like Ruggs and Moses. They go Alabama, both picks, but I like both of those. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. I actually really want Dylan Moses to get drafted by the Saints. That's a uh, hint, hint. Somebody listen to this podcast and make it happen for me, please. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah, I think Oakland would really like him. And that's a great way, ironically, to fill with a pick you got from Chicago, sending away another guy. You might you might know who he is. You know, he's, a, he's pretty, pretty good on the defensive side. Yeah, he's pretty all good. right, I think. Yeah, I think he's going to be a great guy if – in the short term. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> short term. Short term. Good player. Good and, player. Solid. Well, I can't believe I have to say this name. This again. is funny, you guys. And I mean, let me tell you, the Titans could fall in love with a quarterback, somebody like Jake, Jordan Love, Jacob Eason. We discussed that a little bit. Uh, Yetter, gross matos, matos, gross tomatoes, gross potatoes, uh, beans, beans, carrots, tomatoes, oh gosh, however that song dude. goes. Um, <laughs> you know him, and I love this guy. Not only because I think it's awesome that he wears number 99, which is perfect for defensive linemen. He's also 6'5", 264, and he's got some long arms. And boy, does he know how to use them. Yeah, he's he's got the length, and teams are going to like that. So I, I like the pick for Tennessee. I think they, they fill out that front. Like you said, if they don't like a quarterback here, they're not going to reach. So, it again, it's right. do they like a receiver here? Maybe, but they may say, you know, we like A.J. Brown may compliment him right so all these things i think gross tomatoes tomatoes potatoes is a good pick here uh for tennessee and uh he is an absolutely relentless he is he's got a great story too if you haven't read it on bleach report definitely recommend um big fan number 20 here jacksonville jaguars is picks from the rams in the jalen ramsey trade uh Jacksonville is going to go receiver here. Second receiver finally coming off the board. It's C.D. Lamb. He's been mocked to the Jags in the top 10, and they get him at 20. So they got to feel pretty good. Simmons and Lamb. Absolutely sign me up if I'm a Jags fan. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Happy for Shad Khan's team. I don't even need to say anymore, I don't think. No, I really much. That's a haul. That's a haul. Go celebrate with champagne if you get that. For sure. (laughs) Just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Well, we've seen a lot of SEC guys come off the board here. That trend is going to continue. Raekwon Davis coming in to play a little bit of defensive line here. You might know him. Uh, Pretty talented senior, I would say so myself. 6'7", 308, all the power and length that you want. He is engineered to play DT in the NFL. Yeah, I think you I think you nailed it all right there. I think his maybe not what we've expected from a pass rushing standpoint to this point. That's okay. He's an elite run defender. Super yeah. elite run yeah. defender. And I think the Cowboys could use some of that. So Yeah, in the NFL, I mean, running is gonna become a lot bigger part just basically based on that quarterbacks that run are going to start becoming a norm. I'm sold on it. Yeah. I think it's gonna more go that way than anything i agree so i mean run defense gonna be huge coming up yeah i think it's big and again that the cowboys there's a lot of ways they could have gone but i think with mckinney and delpit off the board 
it, it's kind of hard to say you know where they'll go after that i think best player available seems like the right call like the pick nate so now uh we're gonna shift here pick 22 miami dolphins this one's from pittsburgh in the mink of its patrick trade uh got to let's protect him a little bit tyler biadish uh from wisconsin super powerful player can move guys in the run game reliable dependable guy I've been blocking for Jonathan Taylor for all these years, and he's been darn good at it. Can't believe he didn't come out last year, but that's all right. He goes in the first round due to the Dolphins. Right. Well, also coming back, I guess, Minnesota here, Sean Wade. I think he's going to be a really interesting piece to the next level. I'm not 100% sure what I think about performance-wise. I think he's going to be worthy of a first-round pick, though. Minnesota's quarterbacks are struggling. And either that or they're on the last year of their rookie contracts. And I literally in the in our little document, I put at David Rhodes, at Waynes. They just need to start building their future secondary if they want to continue to win or get a little bit better in a division that I think is going to get better in the NFC uh, North up there. Yeah, I think Sean Wade's a good pick. Yeah, I think Rhodes has not been playing up to potential at all. Um, Trey Waynes has had ups and downs since he was a first round pick. They've got other guys. I think Mike Mike Hughes has been pretty solid for them um, in spurts. Mackenzie Alexander's been okay. They've invested a lot of picks, and they haven't hit really. So I, I like that. I like that for Nate. Right. Oh, oh, oh so, so the yeah. One. So you're not allowed to talk here for the next five minutes while I explain all of this. You cannot talk, okay? So, Can I put so, a da, 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 da. in there? Can you make da, 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 da. No. All right, so this is what Nate and I had this really, you know, this gentlemanly agreement to trade. He said, all right, I said, Nate, can I have both of the Dolphins picks at 22 and 25? And we were alternating picks. And he goes, yeah. And so he says, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll give you the Chiefs pick right before me. So, you know, here's me sitting around. I'm like, okay, who's come off the board? Oh, my gosh. So I'm sitting there. I see who's there. I'm like, okay, Minnesota, Kansas City, great. Nate's like, Nate's going to attack the secondary for both of these teams. And Jerry Judy's going to come right to me at 25. And I'm going to be the happiest man alive. That the Dolphins get to rebuild with Tua and Jerry Judy. And no, no. Nate just decided, you know, I'm going to take Jerry Judy for the Chiefs. For some reason. Instead of, you know, helping them. Just, you know on defense, said score 70 points a game instead. <laughs> Nate absolutely betrayed me, and it, it's not okay. Like, I was legitimately upset uh, in our Google in our Google Doc chat. Like, I was legitimately upset, and it's not okay. And I'm still angry about it now that we're talking about it again. It's not all right. Nate, why? You're allowed to talk now. Oh, okay. Uh, well, why? I don't think there is a whole lot of why with Jerry Judy. I mean, let's be honest. He shouldn't have fallen this far. Listen, that wasn't the question. The question was, he was supposed to fall to me, and you weren't supposed to take him because the Chiefs have enough. Well, the rich get richer. Let's throw that one out there. I guess. I mean, man, you really you really need Tyreek Hill... Travis Kelsey, Miko Hardman, Sammy Watkins, and Jerry Judy. That is a Madden. That's what you're telling me you need. That, that is exactly what that was. I'm just saying, like, I, I really I really thought, you know, Nate would stick to his guns and you'd just, you know, be like, all right, Chiefs, what do we need? Oh, we're bad against the run. Oh, we got a bad secondary. Oh, my gosh. This is a great class to be, 
to improve in both areas and doesn't do it nah. and doesn't do it like oh hey jeff gladden he's pretty good oh hey trayvon Diggs is pretty good nope we're taking judy so he nah. he ruined it for me that's okay i will forgive him by march um yeah in the words of the great poet kanye west how could you be so heartless i i agree I'm in I'm in eight oh eights and heartbreaks. I am I'm back there and and I'm back there and it's like the love lockdown. It's true. I've locked it down. <laughs> wow, that was a, that's a lot of great references built into one. I would sentence. think I think so. But yeah, so <laughs> Nate broke my heart. Um you know, he rickrolled me, whatever you want to say. So Pete he yeah, he never was gonna never was gonna give up Judy to me. He was never gonna give up Judy to me. I get it. Always going to mess around and draft Judy. So, yeah, if anybody wants to make that remix and send it to us, great. Thank you so much. Um, also, if anyone wants to come hit me for just singing that song, you're welcome. Yeah, if you want to hit Nate for taking Judy right in front of me, Dolphins fans, hit him. Um, so, yeah, now 25. Preferably my, with food. 25, Miami, uh, pick from Houston, the Laramie Tunzel trade. Uh, I'm taking Alex Leatherwood here. Um just, yeah, he's got versatility on the O-line. Uh, he played right guard last year. He's played left tackle this year. I think you can do whatever you want there. Um, and again, the Dolphins have three more picks in the top 70. So it's not like, you know, I, I think you got to build this offensive line around Tua. You've seen that he's gotten injured. you got to make sure that doesn't happen. Limit it as much as you possibly can. So wherever Leatherwood fits best for you, that's where you put him. And yeah, wanted Judy, but as you betrayed. God, that would have been a great place to pick Judy. You know, <laughs> I don't even want to hear it right now. You know, like, uh, was it Halo where they had the betrayal oh, sound effect you know, when you killed your teammate? Yeah, I, <laughs> okay, I don't even anyway. know what to say. I feel like we were playing. It goes back to the days where Nate and I first got Fortnite and Friendly Fire was on. And oh, yeah. one time I shot oh, him. Yeah with friendly fire on and i didn't realize and that's what i feel like just happened that's but nate had no but see but see nate's laughing like 30 seconds ago so he's he's not he's <laughs> there's no remorse like he doesn't even care <laughs> he just laughs it's a good time anyway coming to buffalo lavisca chenault jr this dude i can't even say enough about this dude i think he's gonna be great he is dynamic with the ball in his hand and man his skill set just demands. If you get him into space and you look him over, you should quit football because he demands touches in space. He's also been good. Funny enough, he has played as a Wildcat quarterback. He has. So Buffalo, if Josh Allen is doing real bad, oh my gosh, just put Chenault in there, solve your problems. Just yeah, Chenault, Singletary in the backfield. That'd it's like the Dolphins never left with Ronnie Brown. <laughs> like just believe it. I'm well, just we're mad. coming back to you actually yeah, now, right? We are. Because... We're we're all kinds out, of course. Here, Nate wanted the Saints pick, and he's like, you know, was that evident by the fact that I said, "quote Trade me, you selfish." Yeah, I was going to let him pick for the Packers, and I was going to pick for the Saints. And honestly, now what had transpired in the last few picks, I kind of wish I had stood there uh, for the Saints <laughs> and and taken, you know, uh, taken a punter. Honestly. I, I wish I had yeah, stayed well. there and taken, you know, whoever the senior bowl is going to have it punter. 
and just enjoyed it and reveled in it because right. that would have been great payback. So that's okay. If you would have done that, I would have drafted Nate Stanley to Green See, Bay. but you wouldn't have known that I was doing that, so you would have had to make the pick already. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. So maybe true. I should have given you Nate Stanley. Oh no! Please God. See that's see that's what that's what I mean. All right. Watch now. He's gonna be a stud. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I, I honestly, Bethard is better than him. All right. Ooh. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Hey, he played in games for the Niners. Okay. That's all you got to hear. Anyway, let's get back on track here. Uh, Green Bay. Cue the Game of Thrones. Yeah, that'd be great if we could play Game of Thrones in the background here without, you know, getting shut down and arrested uh, for copywriting their insanely popular show. Um, I wouldn't do well in person. Yeah, so I we're, we're going to reunite um, rumored Targaryen Jalen Rager. Uh, rumored Targaryen. It just sounds like he is one. He it's rumored. We're gonna pair him with that uh, Game of Thrones star. You may have heard of him, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he was on there. Still have no idea where he was. He plays football. Yeah, right. I still. I just knew him from Game of Thrones. I still have no idea where he was in Game of Thrones. That we episode. Tried to find him. He he has never confirmed which one he was. He still hasn't, nope. which is annoying. But he anyway, definitely got burned. Anyway, I think so. I think you're right. Or he was that that archer at the beginning. I don't know. One of the two. Right. Anyway. Again, so I think Jalen Rager, explosive weapon. We kind of hinted at him uh, earlier when we talked about underclassman declarations. He's already declared for the draft. Um, yeah, just another explosive weapon. Green Bay's drafted a ton of defense recently. Got to help Aaron Rodgers starting now. Yeah, yeah, you do. That's another one of those situations where you want to take as much advantage of somebody like that as you can while you can. Right. So while also, yeah, while also building enough defense to you know not give up forty points. Right. So it's it's a mix. But again, now now's the time. It's time. He's thirty six. It's time. Well, my next pick. I went back and forth on this pick quite a few times. Actually, I, I had a little bit of trouble making this pick. But right now, with our draft, just for this draft purposes, I actually went a different way in my own draft. I had the Saints taking K.J. Hamler because, dear Lord, if you think Mike Thomas is good while he's consistently getting double teamed, imagine if you had someone else that could catch the football. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Or if you used Alvin Kamara the right way, but that's another Yeah, story. that's another story itself. Anyway, but yeah. K.J. Hamler, a little bit about him. Lightning quick. He's going to be really fun wherever he goes. Open field speed matches that. He's elusive and a solid route runner. He can run tree routes, so it's good to see. I have an honest question here. Do you think anybody will compare Rager to Hamler and vice versa? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Like, is anybody gonna in, come in out? Is anybody gonna come out and be like, "Yeah, these guys are kind of similar"? Not gonna lie. You know somebody because somebody. I want to know who the first person is, and then be like, "No, no, you're actually second. We talked about it on December fifth, twenty nineteen. And like, I don't know. They just seem so similar. It's so weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. Because like. It is. It's even more appropriate that they both came off the board right now. Yeah. It's like they both going to help teams with great quarterbacks on them. You know, that need another weapon. receiver. It's like, it's like perfect. Like, can you imagine their career trajectories are intertwined right now? Because Green Bay and New Orleans took them here at the end of the first round. Right, Right. Right. Especially at this point in those two teams, like. I mean, they're on the up even when it seems like they might be stuttering a little bit. Right. They're still on the up and look to be good even after this yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Oh, uh, wait, who's pick? Oh, it's mine. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It yeah, yours. it's mine. Okay, yeah. So 29, New England Patriots. Been a weird year for New England, but again, don't count them out because then you'll say that, then they'll say that we did count them out, which we didn't, even though we're just, you know, trying to, you know, be constructive. We're still here. Right. Like, we're going to, are we're we going to, yeah, like, are we going to hear that again this year? Like, we know. Oh, like, God, I hope like, not. really, like, that was, no one doubts the that was, only yeah, idiots. I know. Like, we don't doubt you guys. We just hate you. That's a different story. We just want you to go away. That's just, yeah, it's a different story. Even though Jared Stidham is going to be the quarterback of the future, and he's going to be good. Okay, we talked. Well, we talked about two to the pay. We're not doing that again. Nope, 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 nope. No. Nope. All right, we're not talking about that again. Anyway, Jared Stidham is the future. That's anyway, my guy. So yeah, Jared Stidham could he be the future? I don't know. How long is Tom Brady plays? I don't know. Patriots. They're getting Neville Gallimore here. I think he's versatile. I think he's a great. He's a great athlete. Pass rushing upside. I think teams are going to like him in Mobile. Um, and I think the Patriots could be one of those teams that really like him and. You know, going to help the run defense. You know, going to help pass rush a little bit. They've been struggling a little bit in that area. So I, I like that pick here, and it's kind of on par with what the Patriots do. I just don't see them going, oh, yeah, we need a quarterback, you know, even though you might. Oh, yeah, we need another receiver, even though you drafted one in round one last year. I just don't see them doing that. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're too smart to do that. I agree. Well, coming back, I guess, uh, uh, I don't know if it's Terrell or Terrell. I'm pretty sure it's Terrell, though, right? I think it is Terrell. Yes. I'm pretty sure. AJ, if you're listening to this for whatever reason, let me know, bro. I'll say it right. I promise. Yeah, I think it's Terrell. Uh, Because I've been saying Terrell, but it's not. Yeah, right. I think it's spelled like Terrell. Yes, it should be Terrell. Plus, it sounds stronger when you say it like that, you know? Which is funny because never mind. We'll talk about this in the next one. Okay. I don't okay. Want to give that away. All right. Just look at it. Cornerback uh, sliding in. He's a really good athlete. He can play press, man. It's going to take a little bit to get him in his zones, but his hips do open up really well. And he also has this kind of thing where he can just stick his foot into the ground and drive and turn without having to take too many false steps. And that's a good key because he's not going to lose a lot of guys that way, even when he does misstep. Uh, other spots they could have gone here, interior offensive line, linebacker, safety. Not a whole lot worth a first-round pick here, but for the 49ers, it'll be interesting to see them work on the defense a little bit, and uh, I think it'll go a long way for them with the Clemson corner. Yeah, I like that pick. I think the secondary is kind of where they need help the most. Like, Sherman's getting older. Like, where are you at on Akella Witherspoon? I don't know. Right. There's all those things that is like, yeah, you kind of need someone else in there. And I think AJ Terrell could be, you know, I, I like the pick date. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, 31, the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, Seattle does have a 32nd pick technically. Weird, I know. Only took one win on Monday night. Anyway, Baltimore Ravens, Ooh. 31. I There were a lot of choices here. Thought middle linebacker could use some beefing up. I don't know if they'd take Kenneth Murray I I had them taking Terrell Lewis, edge rusher from Alabama. We know about the Alabama pipeline, even though that, you know, Ozzie Newsom is gone now. Still a thing. Trust me. Right. Still a thing. So Terrell Lewis here. I I like Terrell Lewis a lot. May end up being one of my guys in this draft. Again, just a lot of variety. Moves as a pass rusher. Gets off the gets off the snap really well. Um you know, seasoned. I, I don't know what else to say about him other than like just I like hit this guy. I love this player. The medicals are going to be questioned. He's definitely had a lot of 
you know, significant injuries at Bama. So just something to monitor with him. But right now he's edge three for me. Yeah, just been so fun to watch when Bama's on the field. Well, I guess that means I get to round it up. You do get to round it up. Wild. Well, I had Julian O'Quara going to Seattle here. Uh, I guess one word I would really use to describe him, explosive. He's got the size, and he really does pass the eye test. Seattle's got a lot of work to do in some areas, but are solid overall. And, man, he could be a terror for years to come inside of a defense like that. Yeah, Yeah, again, explosive. A little up and down this year. I think he disappeared in some games again. Got hurt at the end of the year, so that was unfortunate. But again, he's going to be someone to watch. I think I think he's in the senior bowl, isn't he? Uh, he should be. He's an independent player that's a senior. I he think he's be. he's either been added or not. I don't remember. But I know it, it, if he hasn't, he should be. Wow, that's really bad that I don't remember if he's been added yet. That's so bad because I've definitely, like, definitely heard the name again. Explosive rusher. A lot of people have him ranked high. So, again, the, the Seahawks like getting after the quarterback. So, should be good for them. And with that, uh, we're going to round it out. Uh, round out this episode of the NFL Mocks Podcast. Hope you guys enjoy this round one mock. Again, we're hopefully going to get back to you know, a twice-a-week schedule here. Um, just a lot going on here. Something about the holidays in December. All that good stuff. So, Hopefully get back onto it um, and, you know, be able to do questions. I think that's something we enjoy doing, right, Nate? Oh, so hopefully get back on questions sometimes. And, again, we would have loved to preview, you know, this weekend's games. But we decided a mock would be more fun. And it definitely was. Yeah. And we definitely had some, you know, back and forth that we enjoyed. So um, hopefully you guys did as well. So with that said, we're going to wrap this up here. Um, make sure to follow uh, NFL mocks on Twitter um, and I'm you know like them on Facebook you know and and obviously follow Spreaker as well wherever you can because that's where this podcast is going to be make sure to follow all the fan-sided podcasts as well on that network um, and then follow Nate at where at Nate JW Sports if you don't know what a J looks like it's the thing that looks like an upside down candy cane that is true that is true so, and it's just a candy cane, by the way. Um, right. uh, anyway, yeah, so at NateJW Sports and for me, at Jake NFL Draft, two pretty simple ones. Um, so you should be able to find us. And yeah, we hope you enjoyed this and we will see you guys in the next one. Take it easy. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.